for our consideration today is recorded in the book of Hebrews in chapter 13 verses 4 through 6. Here we read, Marriage is to be honored among everyone and the bed undefiled, but God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterers. Let your lives be without love of money and be content with the things you have, for he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Today I ask you, Are you content with God's blessings? In Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 21, Moses reminds Israel of God's command against coveting, restating the commandment in these words. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor shall you covet your neighbor's house, his field, his male servant, his female servant, his ox, his donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. And what God is teaching us in this commandment is to trust him in all things and to be content in him and in all his blessings. We are not to covet or desire what God has not given us, but to trust in him and rejoice in his blessings. Therefore, we are to honor the covenant of marriage and keep it holy and undefiled, which means we should not covet our neighbor's wife or our neighbor's spouse, and we are not to commit adultery or engage in any kind of sexual immorality. We are not to be adulterers or sexually immoral persons. The Greek word for immoral is pornos. Rather, we are to abide by God's institution of marriage in Genesis chapter 2, a lifetime union of one man and one woman unto one flesh. And if you think about it, when we desire our neighbor's spouse or seek to gratify our fleshly desires outside of God's institution of marriage, what we are really doing is questioning and rejecting the truthfulness of God's word, which forbids both committing adultery and coveting. We are yielding to the lies and deceptions of the devil and not being content with the blessings God offers and gives to us through the institution of marriage. The writer of Hebrews adds this warning. God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterers. As the commandment against coveting teaches us, we are not to desire money 
or the goods of this world which God has not given us. But we should live in faith, trusting that our God will meet all our needs and is working for our good. And so the writer to the Hebrews exhorts us, Let your lives be without love of money, and be content with the things you have. This, of course, is completely contrary to the thinking of the world and our own selfish and sinful nature, which is never satisfied and always seems to desire more, something better, the latest and the greatest. Yet the Bible cautions us against the love of this world when it says in 1 John chapter 2, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. The world and its desires are passing away, but the one who does the will of God lives forever. The Bible urges us in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. The writer of the book of Hebrews reminds us of God's promises in chapter 13, verses 5 and 6, where it says, I will never leave you nor forsake you, so we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, I will not fear. What can man do to me? And here, of course, it quotes from Deuteronomy chapter 31, verses 6 and 8, and Joshua 1, 5. Also, Psalm 118, verses 6 and 7. Therefore, as we live by faith in the promise of God's word to grant us forgiveness, access to God the Father, and the eternal joys of heaven through faith in Christ Jesus, and His atoning sacrifice for on the cross, so we are also urged to live our lives here in this world in faith that God's word is true and right, that His commandments are for our good, that he will provide us with all our needs and will never leave or forsake us. We are urged to be content with what God provides us and to trust him in all things, confident that he will lead us safely through this life to himself in heaven. We pray. Grant to us contentment in your blessings, O Lord, and take from us our faithless longings for those things you have not given to us and which are not ours to have. Deliver us from the sinful lusts and desires of our own flesh, and keep us from breaking your good and holy commandments by desiring our neighbor's spouse, loving money, or being discontent with the blessings you have given to us. Grant us faith in Christ Jesus for pardon, forgiveness, and life eternal, and move us to walk by faith in your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Let us join in prayer. O merciful Father, for the sake of the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, forgive us for failing to walk by faith in the promises of your word. Move us to read and study our Bibles regularly and to come before you with our petitions and praises. Keep us from being overcome by our sinful inclinations and preserve us in the true and saving faith unto life everlasting. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Jesus Christ, eternal Son of God and our Savior, you gave your life for ours when you died on the cross and made atonement for our sins. Bless the work of our pastors and faithful pastors and missionaries everywhere, so that your life-giving word might be proclaimed among us and among the nations and peoples of the world, and that those who hear might repent of their sins and look to you and your cross for pardon and forgiveness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Holy Spirit, do not forsake us because of our weakness and disobedience to your word. Be patient with us and move us to continually repent of our sins and look in faith to our Savior for mercy. Teach us from your word, strengthen and keep us in the true and saving faith. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O loving and merciful God, our nation and people are living in darkness and are under your wrath and judgment. Open the eyes and ears of your people and rulers that they may see and hear the truth of your word, repent of their evil deeds, and fall down at the feet of Jesus pleading for pardon and forgiveness, and then seek to walk in your ways that your judgment may be turned away and your wrath against us may be averted. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O healer and preserver of both our bodies and our souls, as you have promised, we ask you to provide for all our needs of body and soul and to preserve us from all harm and danger and from all evil. We lift up to you those among us who are afflicted. We remember especially today Joyce, Matthew, Carl, Ron, the Height family, and all others we name in our hearts. Have mercy upon us, grant healing to the sick, comfort to those oppressed, and strength for all to endure the troubles and afflictions of this life in the hope of everlasting glory for the sake of Christ Jesus, our Savior. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. We join in the prayer which our Lord Jesus has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Receive now the benediction of the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.
Scripture is quoted from the Holy Bible, Modern English Version, copyright 2014 by Military Bible Association, published and distributed by Charisma House. Music is from the Hymnal Project.